Hey everybody, this is Jason from Cornerstone Dog Training and CornerstonePuppy.com coming to you today with a challenge. Let's get some challenges going uh, for you to work on your training and a principle behind it that's super important. So a lot of people come and one of the main things they ask us over and over and over again is how do I stop and then fill in the blank. So how do I stop a puppy from chewing? How do I stop a puppy from biting my feet? How do I stop a puppy from you know, putting holes in my shirt, from chewing on my arm, uh, from any number of things. And really the answer, there's, there's a key principle that has to be understood in order to, one, understand your dog, and two, be able to correct the problem. And so I want to talk about that principle and then the, do a, a few podcasts on some, some simple challenges. Maybe, maybe they're simple in theory, but they definitely take reps and practice. And if you'll do these things with your puppy it, or your dog even, it will bless your world immensely, immensely. Okay, So the principle is this, and it's a principle that I talk about a lot, but it's really, really important to understand how dogs work. And one of the main things that I wish every single dog owner knew and puppy owner knew about dogs was a reflex that they have called opposition reflex. Opposition reflex is pretty much just what it sounds like. It means that when we we put pressure on a dog, so let's say you have a flat collar, a normal collar around your dog, and you ever seen the dogs that are like just leaning into it? I mean, they're like choking. They're like gagging because they're pulling so hard. And people make up all sorts of excuses. They're like, oh, they're just really, really happy. Oh, they're just really, really excited. Oh, they just, they, they're just so, so in love with life that this is what they do is they choke themselves on a leash. And if you think about it, it's, it's kind of silly, isn't it? That they're like, oh, they're just happy. No, they don't have control. And the reason they don't have control is because this is a reflex. You're get, engaging a reflex. If you go to the doctor and, you know, they, they say like, hold your knee up and then they take that little triangular hammer and they nail your knee in a certain spot and your f- leg goes kind of flying out you really can't control it unless you have really bad reflexes, but then you're not even controlling that. It's just that you're not reflexing. Is that a word? Is that a thing? (laughs) Reflexing? Anyway, so this dog reflex that pretty much every single dog has, and you'll see it everywhere if you look for it. You'll see someone walking their dog, and that dog will be pulling them, and that leash will be totally tight. So that leash is hitting the front of the dog's neck, and the dog is leaning into it the dog is on a harness and everybody's thinking you know a lot of people buy harnesses because they're like my dog is choking themselves on a flat collar so i get a harness all that does is cover more surface area of the dog and when their pre- that pressure hits they lean into it and they pull i mean let's be honest harnesses are originally made for dogs to pull sleds to pull things that's it uses an animal's body and muscle mass and center of gravity better so they can pull things. Now, I know they come up with all sorts of crazy ideas for harnesses so that they're saying, oh, it's a no-pull harness. I've never, I've never met a harness that wasn't pulled on, <laughs> whether that's pulling from a different area or not, because it has to do with our technique more than it does with the tool. So even with a flat collar or a harness, the opposition reflex is being engaged because of that pressure. So how do you fix that? Um, first of all, when we're training puppies, we're going to use a slip lead. We like to use a British slip lead and it's just a rope back over itself. If you use it right, it's a great tool. If you use it wrong, 
it's probably worse than using the other ones. So it's really, really important that you use it right. And that the idea is a pressure release technique. Okay, so you're going to go tight and then immediately loose. Okay, the goal is not to move your dog with the leash where you need him to be. The goal is to flick the leash and the dog move themselves. And so here are the challenges, okay? So with, with the pressure release technique, and we'll talk a little bit about the technique on each of these, but I want to give you two challenges. This podcast, maybe another couple the next time, and maybe another couple the next time, uh, to just kind of give you a, five or six things that you could work on with any pup or dog that will just bless your world because you're training your dog to understand pressure release. And uh, these are the hold still challenges. I love the phrase hold still. We say it like it, it just kind of become part of what we say, like hold still, don't move, right? But basically that's a command. It's hold still, right? That's your, your, it's a command. And so I think it's kind of a cool phrase as far as words are concerned. I like words, but these are the hold still challenges. So for the first two challenges, challenge number one is to get your dog to hold still for a food reward. Whether that's food or treats, it doesn't matter to me, but to hold still and not come up to the food reward. Challenge number two is to have your dog hold still to come out of the kennel. All right? So those are the two challenges, and let's talk about those and explain a little bit of how you're going to work on those, and then I would invite you to go for it. So challenge number one, hold still for a food reward. If you're going to get your dog to hold still, and this would be a huge one. This is one that would make a big, big difference. So your dog does something like does a sit and you're all excited and you do you use your clicker or you say yes and you mark that behavior right when they do it. A lot of times people mess this up and they we're human so we like to connect our movements to our words. I'm actually, when I talk to record a podcast, I'm totally moving my hands. Like I can't help it because... I'm a teacher and I love to talk with my hands. But anyway, like the, we do that as humans and that's a normal thing for us to do. We, we compound the two and when we mark a behavior, we want to immediately reward. And then there's also the – we've been taught a lot of times in popular media that as soon as the dog does it, you got to get the reward there as soon as possible. That is not true. Okay? I, I promise you. You can, you can mark the behavior. So let's say you're using a clicker um, or the word – I use the word yes a lot just because sometimes a clicker is not available to me. But the let's say it's a clicker, okay? So that puppy does a sit or something like that and they sit their little cute bum on the ground and right as soon as their bum hits the ground, click, the clicker goes off, right? The moment their little bum hits the ground, click then it doesn't matter like that the food comes a split second after that or within two seconds or whatever. Just chill out, take a deep breath, grab the food, and bring it in. Because the click is the the mark, okay? The food is not the mark. And when we try and bring the food in too fast, we actually confuse the dog quite a bit. And we also like high energy a lot of times when we're doing food rewards. So one of the byproducts of that is a lot of times an excited puppy that doesn't have a lot of impulse control is going to come up to the food. Sometimes they even come up a little too firmly to that food. So the challenge then, this hold still for a food reward, is to start to bring the food down towards your puppy or your dog. And as you do, if the dog comes towards you in any 
teeny amount, like their nose comes up, then they or they start leaning forward. Take your hand and pull it back. Just pull, just like quickly move it back up to your shoulder. And if the dog jumps for it, then you've got to do more. But you know, like a little bit of correction with the leash or uh, turn to the side or something. But your if your dog does that, then they're really not getting it. They're not paying much attention. So you pull your hand away. That dog is when that dog sits back down or or steps back like, oh, I did it wrong. I'm not getting that food. Then start moving the food toward them again. And if they start coming up, pull it away until you can get right by their face and then hand them the food without them, you know, (laughs) snarfing it down or half biting your hand and going for it or even moving forward at all. Challenge number one is to hold still for a food reward. Start working on that. Challenge number two is to hold still to come out of the kennel. And this one's actually really, really simple, but a lot of people don't take advantage of it. All of these are going to improve your dog's impulse control, which is really the name of the game in a lot of ways. Because if a dog can wait for something or hold still for just a little bit or be calm, that's really like 90% of what we want in a dog. So hold still to come out of the kennel is really simple. When you start to open the door of the kennel, if the dog starts to lunge toward that little gap, just close the kennel again. So you're using the door as a pressure release mechanism. You can't use the leash in there. You can't really use your hand so much. So you're using the door. And the goal isn't to slam the door in the dog's face, all right? You don't need to be that crazy about it. You only need to do enough that the dog's going to get it's going to get the dog's attention. Now, if they're diving out the door, it's probably going to hit their nose a little bit. And they'll be okay, all right? But again, the goal is not to slam it in their face. We start opening the kennel. If that dog moves forward, close the kennel. Then start opening it a little more. If they move forward, close close the kennel. Until you can open the door of the kennel and the dog does not come out until you're until invited. Those are the first two challenges. Hold still for a food reward. That's kind of a tough one, but a good one. And hold still to come out of the kennel. A little easier one, but an important one. Those two challenges. Hold still for a food reward and hold still to come out of the kennel. Guys, let's go at it. Happy training.